Welcome to another edition of Len's Burning Bush. I am Len Harvey. Before I bring on my guest for the week, I want to talk about what's really burning my bush. So it's the final episode of 2021. I cannot believe it. And another Christmas day is upon us. And first off, I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas to you and yours. And if we don't get to talk before this Happy New Year, they'll be airing another episode right on uh, New Year's Day. But I can't wait to see more of your ugly Christmas sweater pictures and matching pajama bottoms and pajama pictures as you open up all your gifts. It also got me to start to think, when did these traditions actually begin of the wearing of these Christmas sweaters? And to be honest, the pajamas as well. I can't think of any other day when we wear these pajamas, right? We wear these matching pajamas even, which is, which is even rarer to begin with. So I figured I would do some research, kind of like my Christmas present to you. First, we're going to tackle the ugly sweater and its origin. So over the last decade, the ugly Christmas sweater has firmly embedded itself in Yuletide culture, although I don't know why. You know the one, it's that woolly pullover, usually in different shades of red, white, and green, often with the questionable fabric. It might have some Christmas-inspired motif on it, a snowman, a reindeer, uh, whatever. It Candy canes, you name it, it's been on it. If you really want to get freaky, you could put on the 3D pom-pom or even the jingle bells. Now, it's quickly become an essential part of the holidays. You see all of the office parties, all of the pictures on your timeline and social media. You've seen it all. And it's really been something essential like Christmas lights and, of course, wrapping paper as well with this as, as well. So it's kind of a nod to the 1950s when holidays growing commercialization began. And they used to refer to them as Jingle Bell sweaters. Back in the 1950s, even TV personalities got into the act, notably Andy Williams, the crooner, if you remember him. Most people are like, who the heck is Andy Williams? But it wasn't until the 1980s that the item hit mainstream. The shift came, thanks to pop culture, to great movies like Christmas Vacation with Clark Griswold. And, of course, they turned the, the sweater into that endearing, express, endearing expression of cheer. Um, the snowflake uh, sweaters were considered cool, but they radiated Yule and were spotted at office parties on Christmas Day. Now, it did eventually lose popularity in the 1990s, but because of social media, it is back again. Now, the other thing that is filling up your timeline on this Christmas Day is, of course, the pajama pictures, right? Those matching pajama pictures, all these things have to be perfect on Christmas Day. And, you know, the matching pajamas are actually a thing now. And according to someone at the Great Wolf Lodge in Mason, Ohio, Jason Arthur, he's the regional director of aquatics. Families wear them to meals and they wear them throughout the holiday season. So kind of unusual. I wouldn't think I would want to wear these pajamas. We started to see it growing more and more each year. And, you know, one one large family that comes back, they have a lot of comments about their matching pajamas, and I'm sure they look wonderful. Matching clothes is a way for families to strengthen their bonds and announce their, you know, connectedness. And of course, with everything going on with COVID, we've been in Zoom meetings and all different kinds of things. So these pajamas have kind of a way for everybody to get involved. So when did they originate? Well, it's hard to say, 
but the brands currently selling them, one has been doing it the longest, and that's Hannah Anderson, an Oregon-based children's apparel company founded by a Swedish couple in 1983, and they began with mail-order catalogs and in 1990 opened up its first uh, brick-and-mortar store. So now you're a little more educated than you were before on the whole sweaters and matching PJs. And, of course, for all you YouTube fans that are that are watching this, I am actually wearing an ugly Christmas sweater that my daughter bought me, a Merry Christmas, and it's a South Park version. So it's like, you know, picture Eric Cartman, Merry Christmas, you asshole. That's kind of the way I, I, I bring it. With that being said, it's time to bring on not one, but two guests for the week. They are from my hometown of North Bergen, New Jersey. In fact, I met these young ladies back in the fifth grade, but it's kind of amazing because they haven't aged, and I have. Let's welcome from St. Louis, Missouri, we have Alessandra Abate, and still from New Jersey, Lori Hoyt. So let's bring them on and get them all kind of going. I want to unmute you guys and give you kind of a, a little better uh, run. But what, what do you guys think about the whole sweater thing? I love it. I think it's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I, I think it's one of those things where I've never got a really... pair of pajamas too that yeah. have flamingos on them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, trees never... and snow, and they've got scarves on. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm sorry I didn't wear a Christmas sweater because you know, I mean, Len, you look great. Well, so we should have had our or or we could have worn our match, you know, matching pajamas if we had really planned this appropriately. But, but which know, I've never done, but. <laughs> I'm all for the matching PJs. Let's do it. Yeah. I would I would agree, Lori. And 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 I think first of all, let me yep. wish you guys a Merry Christmas. I hope uh, you know, you, you got everything what you wanted under the tree this morning and everything was good because it's uh, it's important to get the gifts that you really want because otherwise the next day we gotta start returning stuff. And I've never been one to want to return <laughs> gifts. I feel like if you get me something I don't like it, I just never wear it. Or I never, I just put it in the drawer and right. I forget about it. So I don't know. What are your thoughts of the gifts giving season? Alessandra, you'll go first. Um, well, yeah, I pretty much do the same thing. I don't like returning things. I hate waiting online. Uh, I'm very impatient. So it's just going to go sit in a drawer. Or I might think of this for now and say, oh, yeah, they got me that. <laughs> and that's pretty much, I might even re-gift. Yeah. I hate to oh. say it, but you have know, you, have somebody you, might like it. Well, exactly. Now, Lori, have you ever regifted? Because I think I have. I don't think I've regifted, and I do not think I've returned a gift. <laughs> so, um, you know, listen. It's it's Christmas is about giving, right? It's 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 and and about being together. Most importantly, it's about being together. Um, but I've always been pretty pre very appreciative over every gift that I've gotten, and I've always found some use for it. Um, so yeah, I can't say I've regifted. Sorry, Len. No, I, I, I have in some ways, like you get a bottle of wine or something and then you for, you're going to another place and you forget the gift and you're like, Oh, I got this bottle of wine that I haven't drank yet. I'm just going to grab it and bring it. So oh, I, does that count as that, regifting? Yes, okay. Yes. I've done that. All I've right. done that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I have done that. Well, so, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, Lori, you're too perfect. <laughs> no, no. If that, if that counts as regifting, I've I've actually brought, you know, wine that I've gotten. But, you know, everything comes out of my wine refrigerator. So it comes from somewhere. 
So it's like you're going somewhere. It's like grab a bottle of wine. Yeah. I mean, I think and people like it, it depends on, on everything that's going on. But um, first off, so again, Christmas, we got New Year's coming up. The holidays are one of those things where I always feel like after everything's all said and done, January 2nd is even more depressing because everything goes back to some <laughs> somewhat. But this has been a crazy time. But I want to I want to go back crazy a little. Time. Yes, crazy time. I want to go back because I I had a couple of episodes on here on Lens Burning Bush where we we did a back in my day episode and and part of the reason I wanted to bring you guys on was I felt I brought my friends George Coronado, Mario Miglietta, George Celentano, who you guys probably know, you graduated high school with. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I brought them yeah. on because those were the so I met you guys first really. Because I met you guys in the in the mm-hmm. fifth grade back way back when before yeah. Moses parted the Red Sea, but because um, <laughs> when I moved from from New York to New Jersey, it was kind of like the rite of passage when you you had to move to New Jersey. It's kind of like the way it was. But when I moved, I I, I met you guys. But I also um, what had happened was so I'll tell you guys a story now because uh, I wasn't allowed to say it when I was in school. But I I moved into a place that was on Seventy Fifth Street in North Bergen. And I lived down at the bottom of the hill near Tunnelly. And we, my parents got, we, we were renting, and they sold the house like six months after we moved in. So unfortunately, I had to move. And I moved to 78th Street near Broadway, between Broadway and Park, you know, uh, and Park Avenue. And the problem with that is that was in the Robert Fulton School District. And yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I was already. I had already committed to going to where I was going, and I. I didn't want to be in my third school in in a year, so I just said, "Mom, I just want to go to this school." So we made up an address, and we we stayed in the Horace Mann. <laughs> so I, I did a little uh, something you can't do now, but I did back then. No, uh, and and I wanted to stay because I, I enjoyed you know, the time I had in, in Horace Mann. And I, of course, I met you guys and look at us, you know, some 30, 40 years later, we're, uh, we're, <laughs> we're, we're talking again. But Lori, you remember those, those times and it was, it was different than it is now. But I think, you know, we had fun in, you know, those times. We had a lot of fun. And let me, let me start off by saying, we're, I think Alessandra and I can both say that we're glad you kind of made that little fib <laughs> and, and got to yeah. Horace Mann. So, you know, (laughs) that was a good thing. And I think you ended up where you were supposed to be. Um, You know, I lived right across the street from Horace Mann. There was was no sneaking for me. It's like I couldn't even take a sick day. It's like the teachers were watching. It was like, we see you. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. So it was like, yeah. I mean, but um, good times in that school. It was uh, really good times. What about you, Alessandra? What do you remember? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, um, I don't know. It was so different than it is now. Like I watched my daughter grow up and yeah. and all the things that we did as kids, you know, she couldn't do, you know, like we hung out and stayed out. Nobody knew where we were. There were no, no. cell phones, no beepers, no nothing. And we just stayed out and nobody was worried and no one was concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless, of course, you know, the lights came on and, and, and you weren't home yet and you were in trouble. <laughs> yeah, you, but, exactly. Yeah, but with our kids, I guess things changed, you know, and, um, you know, when we moved into St. Louis, it was a little different. We didn't know anybody here. So 
my daughter was in third grade, I think, when we moved here, and she couldn't do the, those things, go out on her bike for hours, you know, no, we don't do that. Well, that's the thing, <laughs> um, you know, growing up where we did, I mean, Alessandro, I remember, you know, walking around the corner just to, you know, to, to your place, and yeah. I remember we took, yeah. our, we took our bikes out everywhere. Uh, we went ice yeah. skating in Hudson County Park, if you remember those yeah. days. Um, and we would we would schlep up in the freezing cold with our ice skates in our hands, and um, I can't remember if that that little building by the lake there was a little um, a lodge by the lake where I can't remember if that was open at the time, but I remember we used to get cold, but it was so much yes. fun. We did. So we had much a blast. Fun. Yeah, I'm, yeah, it was just different, and I loved it there. I loved it, too. you know. And yeah, get Lori. I'm sorry. I was going to say, and no, we didn't have cell phones, but we knew when our parents were screaming out the door, and you can hear them three blocks away, you had to get home. Right. <laughs> it, it's true. Yeah. That, I mean, we would, again, I, I lived the um, kind of a different life because I, I, would, I would go to school at Horace Mann and I would have to walk home. So my, my, parent, my father would drive me to school every morning after we moved, and then I had to walk all the way home, which was a pretty good walk. Uh, but then, yeah. you know, I lived that second life where I had second set of friends, which, you know, and, and we talked about it on, on the show about how great it was that, you know, they took me in also. So I had I had the best life because I had, you know, friends from the school mm -hmm. and I had friends outside of the school. And, we yeah. you know, we talked about it on the show that all of us graduated from different high schools um, from where we were. Yeah. And I even. Um, moved yeah. even after that after eighth grade and i went to a different high school than you guys uh, i started out the same but one thing i wanted to bring up which was really cool so we hadn't talked um you know for a long time and then thank goodness for there's one good thing about social media that it does we we happen to be <laughs> in a situation where i was coming into town uh for work and alessandra was mm -hmm. from is, is was in from st louis and we all met at Hoolahan's in Sea Caucus. Yep. And this was, I, I want to say 2012, 13. I can't remember exactly the year because everything seems to run into each other. But what was amazing about this, we got Tina uh, from school that came, uh, and it yep. was us, and we had, I had a friend that, that came, and we all met, mm -hmm. and, and it was like, I felt like, again, time had not passed. And, and we had an, I swear, what was that? Probably yeah. 30 uh, plus years that we hadn't even spoken, right? I mean, at least mm -hmm. it's it's kind of interesting yep. how yeah. that works. And I think that's where friendships, <laughs> yeah. And that's where friendships are. It's kind of interesting. You you know, people say, well, you you can't pick your family, but you can pick your friends. And and I do like that because you, mm -hmm. you, you choose to be friends with people. But since that meeting, I would say that, we we are close again, which is really nice. Mm -hmm. And I know Lori and I have talked yes. out Sandra and I, you know, we'll we'll text. I mean, maybe it's not the way, you know, we were when we were in school, but you know, you could still you text or you know, do the virtual happy hours and stuff like that. But I, I just enjoy it and I wouldn't trade any of it. I, I love you guys still and it's uh it's great to have you, you know, come on today and especially in the Christmas season, you know, we're getting a little uh, you know, little uh 
what you call it. I'm getting a little, I, my eyes are tearing. Okay. A little, a little bit. teary-eyed. <laughs> a little teary-eyed. Yeah. As you know, it's kind of that way, but I no, it, it, it's great that we can connect this way. And, and even now that we're not in the same room, you know, you're Alessandra, you're in St. Louis and you're in New Jersey mm-hmm. and I'm in Kentucky and we're actually look like we're in the same room. It's kind of how technology has, has it, it's good for something. Right. Technology <laughs> has saved us in so many ways. And but you're right. And there's one thing you can say about the friendships that you make as when you're really young and your you're, you're children, you make these friendships. And when you meet up again, 30 years later, it's it's as if you just picked up where you left off. And that's Absolutely. like that's I mean, really, that's something really, really special. And you know, we've been fortunate. And I think growing up where we did, I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of us who still have that. I mean, it's everyone just kind of, I mean, these friendships are unique, but you know, we're that rare breed that it's like everyone just gets together and you just enjoy each other's company. Um, all differences aside, it's, it's everyone just gets along and, um, something nice about our, our home and our hometown. We really kind of, we really do that. I mean, um, Len, I don't know if you've gotten there for any of the reunions, but we've done these great reunions where it's just, you know, people just get together and it's just, again, it's like, it's like you just went into a, you know, you, it was like a flashback of time. It's, it's, it's amazing the, the people that we uh, graduated grammar school back then, right, eighth grade. And you look at that and, yeah. and some of the people went to mm-hmm. high school, some, you know, did, went to different high schools. But all of them today, it's like, you know, I, I'm friends with a lot of them now on social media, you know, on Facebook and stuff like that. But we still communicate. And it's mm-hmm. really, you know, it's funny how you could say you're friends with people you were, you know, wow, fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade. But that is really mm-hmm. the most impressionable <laughs> time, right? Alessandra, we're, you know, you're yeah. growing up at that point. We don't know what the heck we're doing. Yeah. Exactly. We were so lost and just, we thought, you know, I guess, well, later on, I guess we thought we just knew everything, you know, <laughs> but we were street savvy, I guess, in a way. And, you know, at eight years old, <laughs> we were riding, we were just doing whatever we wanted to do. And by the time we got to eighth grade, it was, um, you know, we were just smarter than the average bear, I guess. <laughs> right, you are, Yogi. <laughs> but uh, yeah we developed all these friendships that you know just seem to last forever i mean uh, i'm still my very first friend in grammar school because i moved there when i was in third grade um and we're still really good friends you know and tina was my second friend in grammar Uh. school and we're still you know the best of friends and sometimes we go a year without talking but we'll just pick up right where we left off like nothing happened you know it's it's amazing i would it's say awesome. and i would also say that we were we were pretty good friends in in grammar school but i would say that mm-hmm. it's better now like you know just because we're adults and we you know and we can we talk yeah. and I, I i would say that uh it's amazing how we could actually be better friends now um than we were back then it's 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 fantastic and i like to tell the story because i coached baseball for um a lot of years here in kentucky and one of the things that i tried to instill in the kids when i was going through the years i did about nine years and as they i started them when they were five to wait till wait till they were 14 and what was interesting i told my kids you know said one thing that you you forget about the wins 
forget about anything, but just remember the people that you played with. And I can remember the people that I played with in, in Little League and, and Babe Ruth and all those things. And, and if you can have that relationship and, and, you know, you might not see them all the time, but 20 years from now, you might not understand it. Now, my, my son, just like Lori's son, Cole, is, is 21, mm-hmm. right? And I, I tried, and he has a friend that he met in the, in the sixth grade. Uh, they were bowling. They were, they were bowling together and they just went like they did a trip to Pittsburgh together uh, before the holidays to go out. And, you know, he, he's he's in the, the friend is in the military and he, he didn't get to see him as much as he he'd like. But they've been friends, you know, for for a good number of years. And it's I don't know if it's the equivalent, but it, it, at least he's getting that same kind of because friendship for life. You know, when you meet somebody like we did. Yeah. Back in the fifth and sixth and seventh grade, I think, you know, anybody that's listening out there, certainly, you know, have your opinion. You know, do are you friends with people that you were? I actually think that those friendships in grammar school were almost better than the ones in high school. Right. I have good friends yeah. from high school, but I think the ones that when you were that younger, you, you just had a little bit more, um, like I said, growing up to do. Because by the time you were in high I think school. We- yeah. I think we were freer then, you know, and, and uh, how do I express that? Um, in our thoughts, you know, so we were, we weren't already jaded. <laughs> we yeah. get it that way. No, so we I agree with that. Accepted all of us. They're our friends. That's it. Yes. And when you get to high school, things change. You know, things just change, clicks change and groups change. And it's what are they wearing and what are they looking at? And in grammar school, it didn't matter. We no. didn't care. No, we did. As long as people were nice to you, you were mm-hmm. nice to them. And that was it. And you were friends. And I think those friendships should, you know, really do last forever. I'm, you, I mean, um, Good you, Lord. you both know the group that I hang out with, you know, that, that you know, all the the group of yep. girls that, you know, my elementary school and, and Alessandra, you were friends with them too. I mean, I guess I could wholeheartedly say yep. they know me the best. Like right. when we, even now, like they know me the best because they watched me grow up. And, you know, even when I will try mm-hmm. and deny it, I will deny it. No, no, they know <laughs> me the best. So I've it, seen it, the it, pictures. Is, <laughs> you can't deny it. <laughs> It's out there, but you know, I would, I would listen. I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't change a thing in the. I mean, at all. I'm, I'm so blessed, and I'm so grateful. I mean, sitting here and and, and talking to both of you and the yeah. the people that, that you know the, the people that I grew up with. I mean, that is, you know, that is something really we can all say we're grateful for those those friendships. And um, it doesn't get much better than that, honestly. It doesn't. And, no. and I think people that's, you know, and again, right. this time of the year, it's even more important because we know we all go through things. Right. And it's just a, sometimes you just get a text or you get, you know, hey, hope you're doing OK or those type of things. And I, I it just makes your day right to to speak uh, to people that, you know, yeah. that long in that many yeah. years, because. You know, you meet other people throughout your life and some people, are, you you know, are keepers. Right. And some, let's be honest, uh, we could do without some of the <laughs> negative stuff. But but this is positive. Right. This is the stuff that yeah. we're here to help each other. And we all hope that we do well. We we've all made mistakes in our lives, but 
we've gotten to a point now where we're unfortunately a little bit older, uh, but we're a lot wiser, I think, too. We've got a lot of things that we're we're all doing, and and it's mm-hmm. it, it it gives me that warm feeling. I'm a little sentimental these days. I don't know about you guys, but as I get older, I kind of like looking yeah. back at the old days. I really do. Absolutely. I didn't understand it. I think when I was younger, how people would do that, and now I get it. You know, things were just different, and it was better. I think. I don't know. Maybe it's because I live a thousand miles away from my hometown. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I'm 600. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Right. Yeah. But it, you know how listen. that feels. That you mm-hmm. want to run into somebody, and there's nobody to run into because you don't know these people. And I've lived here for 20 years, and you know, so. Yeah, Lori, you've been blessed because you've kind of stayed around a little bit. I mean, I know you're not still living in North yeah. Bergen, but you know, you stayed around in the proximity of the area, which uh, gives you that a little bit more closely. But I would say this, though, and, I, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong on this. But I mean, I've I we lived in in you know when I got married in '95, we still stayed in the area, and we stayed till 2001, and I would say we I see my family more now by the time I travel than I did when I was actually, see, you know, living in a, in a closer proximity, which is kind of weird because I think, cause you may, I make it happen now. Whereas before mm-hmm. you, you take for granted that they're going to be there. Right. Would you say that it's, it's sure. not as like you're, you think you, they're always going to be there and you could just go whenever you want, but you never do. Right. We never do. And it's, and, and it's interesting that you say that because yes, I stayed in New Jersey I, I never run into anyone and I'm still in that, in that, you know, small area. I don't run into anyone. And, and it's interesting because everyone that lives in New Jersey, I maybe see them, you know, once a year, twice a year. And it's because we have to actually carve out the time to, to do it mm-hmm. because listen, life, life is hard. I mean, life gets busy. You know, we're raising families, we're working, we have responsibilities. It, it, you know, it's it, it's hard to to make that time, but you do have to make it. Um, but yeah, even it's it's funny that I would think that I would like run into so many people, but you know, I don't. But I'm I'm fortunate that I do get to see them at least twice a year. Um, Len, we need right. to get you to New Jersey, and Alessandra, you need to come to New Jersey. So hopefully, hopefully that will be there in January. <laughs> I think you I'm going to be one? there in January. Awesome, January, Len, January. All right, well, January. <laughs> I'm getting on a plane. We're going because uh, I don't want to drive right. in the winter, you know, from here. Uh, no. no, we're not driving, no. right? You're not driving either, right? Okay, good. Because that's that's the one thing about no, the winter I'm that. Flying. Yeah, exactly. I I think that, uh, and you know, it's interesting, you know, now with New Year's Eve and all this stuff, and you know, unfortunately, I I just saw. I don't know if you guys saw this. I I I haven't heard yet officially, but is New York still having the ball drop where? People are going to be there or they kind of what you know what they're doing, because I just saw where Fox uh, has a show, uh, New Year's Eve Toast and Roast 2022. And they've actually canceled the type of show they were going to do because of the of of things picking up again with the with the coronavirus. And it's it's upsetting. It's like, are people going to be in Times Square again this New Year's Eve? I don't even I don't even know this week. Um, well, I have to tell you, I don't, I haven't, I have not heard anything as of yet. Uh, my guess is maybe they're still making that assessment since they do have another, I guess, another couple of days, but I haven't heard anything. I don't know if you have Alessandra. I don't know. No, I haven't heard anything. 
would now. I mean, I know Broadway Broadway shows are shutting down through the season. Um, the Christmas Spectacular, which everyone loves to see in in New York, that that closed early. Yeah, it's a shame. It really is. You know, it's it's one of those things where we can't fix that. But one thing I wanted to ask you guys, and mm -hmm. I, I've always it's kind of been a rant I've done, uh, which I don't understand. A lot of things I don't understand in life. One thing is, why would you ever? want to be in Times Square on New Year's Eve, standing in line <laughs> and freezing your kishkas off, right? Freezing everything off and not being able to go to the bathroom. I'm like, I'm out, you know? I'm sorry, I, I don't need to do this. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. Have you ever gone? No, I have not. And no, no. desire to, no desire. Yeah, I don't um, I almost went once, but we ended up in a bar instead. Which and is a, that was probably a better choice. <laughs> yeah. Better choice. I would we were headed there, but the line, uh, there was just so many people. We said, you know what? We're just going downtown and the hell with it. Listen, <laughs> and the only went. thing you will catch me doing in the cold is standing on a, on, a, on a line to a ski lift. That's about it. Everything else, <laughs> no, thank you. I don't like to stand in line for anything personally, but <laughs> one thing that's kind of interesting, another th another pet peeve of mine was the Thanksgiving Day Parade. I think I went oh, as yeah. a little kid. My my father took me as a little kid, but I never went back. And I, I don't regret it one bit. I don't like parades anyway, and I don't understand why you'd want to stand in line when you can watch it on TV. Well, I've actually marched in that parade. So. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Oh, that's um, exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was cold. It was really cold that day. It was terrible. Um, I did go back two more times as an adult, and I had a really good time because I was there with a bunch of friends, you know, and then we found a really good restaurant. <laughs> we ended up eating an early uh, Thanksgiving dinner there and then went to my boyfriend at the time's parents' house and my house, and we ate a lot that day. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. We did have fun. Well, but yeah, I, I, I don't recommend it at our no. age. <laughs> no. You got to be in your 20s. You got to be. <laughs> I think I may have made like made it an hour into watching the parade. And then it was always on to March <laughs> of the Wooden Soldiers. So that was like the, the Thanksgiving staple. Yeah. You had right. to watch you had to watch the March yeah. of the Wooden Soldiers. So. So, Absolutely. <laughs> of course, with, with all the Christmas movies, I'll have to ask each of you. What is your favorite um, Christmas movie, Alessandra? What, what is the one that you will watch every year no matter what miracle on 34th street oh i like that one that's without a, a doubt it's a good one Lori. what about you um okay this might not go over very well okay so <laughs> that's okay the grinch really christmas no i don't watch the grinch um <laughs> Actually, the one movie that I watch every year, which is kind of a Christmas movie. Well, there are two and they're both, I guess, kind of like girly movies, but The Holiday and, yeah. the, and the Family Stone. Wow. Okay. So but that's like in my okay. later, that's my later years. Yeah. If you're talking about when I was younger, it would be like the year without a Santa Claus. Yes, I love that. one. And Rudolph. Like those are those are like the little the little 30 minute ones. Like those are the ones I really, really love. And then I guess the all-time favorite that everybody loves is, I mean, you have to watch Elf. Love it. Oh, yeah. Right? You have to watch Elf. <laughs> you don't, Christmas I don't Story, I was, not keen, I was not keen on the Christmas Story. I, I think that was a boy's story. It wasn't. It yeah, is that what it was? I really that we didn't like it. I would have had a little sister, maybe. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I was never keen was on just that. Some stupid boy. <laughs> well, I think that what was, was his name? Who was it? Ralphie? Ralph, Ralphie. Ralphie. Yeah, Ralphie. 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 Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that movie was one of those that didn't do very well when it first came out, and then it certainly kind of went through uh, all of it. I, I, you, one thing you didn't bring up in one movie that I discovered later in life over the last twenty years, and that's "It's a Wonderful Life." I never bought into the hype growing up, but once I started yeah. to watch it, now it's like a, a staple. Every Christmas Eve, we watch, uh, get some eggnog with a little bourbon. And we watch It's a Wonderful Life, and I usually fall asleep, but I love, you know, I love the... That's uh, a classic. That's a beautiful classic. It's a really good story. It is. But, you know, it's funny. So I want to... It it leads me to this uh, definition of a Christmas movie. And I know everybody always brings up Die Hard, and I want to say that Die Hard is a (laughs) Christmas movie. And the reason I say that... It's a Christmas movie. It is. Because here's the definition of a Christmas movie. If the movie takes place on or about Christmas, then it's a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. I would say Die Hard is more of a Christmas movie than It's a Wonderful Life, and I'll probably get a lot of fan mail on this, but and the reason <laughs> I say that is because It's a Wonderful Life does have a portion of it at the end when the right. whole Christmas scene, right? When they when and every angel gets a wings and you know the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. But Die Hard oh, yeah. is actually the whole reason for the movie is they go to this party on Christmas Eve. So yep. forget right. this argument. Die Hard. It's a it, it is not officially uh, Christmas until Hans Gruber falls to the uh, <laughs> falls from the building. I think that's what. The, the Yay, exactly. Uh, I, 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 I love yeah. it. One last kind of... Oh, I almost yeah. finished that. <laughs> Go, yeah, well, that's okay. We're a little bit of a family show. But I, I wanted to uh, bring one other story that I found. Since, and since it's Christmas, it kind of warmed my heart. And I know you... Did you guys watch The Sopranos? I would imagine you did, right? The Sopranos? Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> well, James Always. Gandolfini has been gone for, for a bunch of years now, unfortunately. Uh, a treasure. But there was a story I found in the Post this week. I don't know if you guys saw this, but... Uh, they say that how great and how, how generous of a man James Gandolfini was. But this interesting story, he, he's the late star of The Sopranos, looked out for his fellow castmates and gifted them, listen to this, $33,000 each after an HBO contract dispute. Now, this comes from the book uh, or the tinderbox, HBO Ruthless Pursuit of a New Frontier. It outlines that Gandolfini signed a contract that would pay him $5 million a season. HBO doubled that sal- his salary after the third season, aired in 2001. And he said that, and this is according even to, to Albright, Chris Albright, who produced the show uh, for HBO. And he said that he wrote $33,000 checks for each of his co-stars uh, in the book. And, um, and you know, Steve Sharippa, who had the, the uh, Talking Soprano podcast recently, but he mentioned this as well. And um, how great of a, of a guy is that? I mean, to, you know, they That's were great. That's they, really nice. Well, he felt that they weren't working yeah. because of the dispute and people needed money. And he just went ahead right. and he, he did that a lot. And, um, you know, we miss James Gandolfini because uh, I love the Sopranos. And he was a Jersey boy. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You got you got mm-hmm. you got to enjoy it. One thing 
that uh, I'll bring up for you, for you girls, because you got upset about the whole Christmas Story movie being all, you know, the boy, boy <laughs> stuff. I, I wanted to bring up something I found out this week, and I don't know if you, uh, I guess, um, what's his name was filling in for Ellen this week. Uh, Her, uh, what's his, he was uh, Deal or No Deal. Why can I? Ha- Howie Mandel. There oh, you go. All right. Howie Mandel. He was okay. filling in for Ellen this week, and he had on Mel C. from the Spice Girls. So I don't mm-hmm. know if you were Spice Girls fans, but apparently there might be some kind of a reunion coming out for the Spice Girls. So I wanted to give you that. Oh. Do you care? Okay. No? I was not a big. I, okay. no, I was not a big Spice Girl person, but I know Mel because she was a judge on uh, what was that show? Uh, that was um, America's Got Talent or the other one? America's Got Talent? Or, it might have been America's yeah, Got Talent. Or um, one of those. what's the one with Simon? One. The one, the original yeah. one with Simon. And isn't that the one that Howie's on too? Yeah, American I think so. Idol. Yes. Oh, he's on American Idol. I'm so confused. Yeah, they there's confused. just there's, too many of them. The America's Got Talent uh, and everybody. <laughs> but anyway, meanwhile, the Spice Girls uh, possibility uh, to be back together again. And I thought I thought you would uh, you would enjoy that. But anyway, I was wrong. Sometimes you throw stuff out there and, and it sticks and otherwise it doesn't. But see, if I would have been part of the Spice Girls right now, I'm kind of old spice, right? That's kind of what it is now. Old spice. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I actually had a I actually had a show uh, a couple of weeks ago where I uh, did a show uh, called None of Your Business. It was about relationships. When was it a good time after someone passes? or when your dog passes to get another dog and people on social media go crazy. Oh my God, it's too soon. And they get all upset, you know, and my (laughs) thing is it's, it's none of your business. So of course I, I read the lyrics to salt and pepper, none of your business. (laughs) So that's why I called myself old, (laughs) old spice. I figured you'd enjoy that. You got to go back and listen to that episode. It was a couple of weeks ago with, with uh, Evie Fisher. So that uh, go back and listen to that. But, you know, ladies, I could talk to you all night, all day, and um, but it is Christmas, and I know you got things to do other than to sit on the, uh, you know, the computer with me. So we okay. will. Uh, but no, I well, appreciate this, it. This was a special treat. This really, really was. And what better time to do it than on Christmas? Absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll make a. Uh, I don't like to make New Year's resolutions. Yeah, I miss I will, you guys. I miss you too. And I, w- I will say this. I don't like to make resolutions for New Year's. I don't believe in any of that stuff. But let's try to at least do a reunion in person in 2022. Okay? Can we do that? Absolutely. We can certainly try. Absolutely. All right. I would love it. Well, let's do that. Let's plan it. I'll, I, I'll definitely have to go to Jersey at least once. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to go see my daughter. So and, and Alessandra, I would say that no one is coming to Kentucky or Missouri. So we are probably having to go to Jersey, <laughs> which is fine with me. Actually, no, wait, wait. Didn't I say I would I would plan a trip to Kentucky? I did. That's right. There was bourbon involved oh. and I totally understand that. And that's there, was, there was definitely bourbon. <laughs> Yes, I'm coming for the. Well, he got he got upset because you know I, I talked about the bourbon. He's like, "You're not coming to see me." I'm going. Well, yes, but there is bourbon. Oh, there is bourbon. Yeah, there is bourbon. Absolutely. And, and but, let, well, my niece just moved to Kentucky, so I told you that one the other day. So yeah. um, I'm definitely going to be going to Kentucky well, soon. Well, good because uh, she's getting married and having a baby and all kinds of good stuff. So I'll be making several trips to Kentucky. 
Well, good. And and just so you know, I come to Jersey to see you guys, but of course I got to have pizza and I got to have a bagel with a schmear. Of course, although, have to have a bagel. Bagel with a schmear, although oh, yeah. the, the, the cream cheese shortage has me a little down, but we do have cream cheese here, so we are good <laughs> good to go at least at least for Christmas. Anyway, it's a Christmas miracle. So what That's is your good. what is your go what is your go to that go to then for pizza in New Jersey? Do you have one? Yes. Uh, when I was in high school, I went to Cliffside Park High School, and there was a place That's called right. Vincent's. On on Anderson Avenue, and that is the yes, best I think. Mm-hmm. pizza. Uh, and then there was one other place, and my friend George Celentano uh, was a big proponent of this one, and it was Father and Son Pizza. But if you ever called them on the phone, it would just be Fa Son, Fa Son, when they'd answer the phone, and then you would it would always be <laughs> how much time is you know for the pizza? It'd be like forty minutes, forty minutes. You know, just basically everything uh, is 40 minutes. And I do and I do remember father and son pizza. And if I'm correct, I think that's where we used to order from. So I will have to check on that. But I do remember father and son. Now, one thing that I remember and I forgot to bring this up earlier about our time at at grammar school, which was very interesting and it will never happen again. We used to get lunch from 12 to one and we would go off the we would not be inside fifth grade to eighth grade. We were walking around and we mm-hmm. would go places because mm-hmm. I would go to Rose's Deli and you can get a, uh, a yep. sauce sandwich or a sauce, sa- sauce sandwich, right. sure. sandwich for a quarter. Yep. And, and, and then you could either go to Soul Pizza or there was uh, De Palma's, I think it was on 87th. And you could get and I yep. would always tell my son this and it was it's kind of like it's become a real joke back in my day, you know. It was two slices and a Coke for a dollar uh, for lunch. Yep. And my son's like, oh, back in your day, you had two slices and a Coke for a dollar. He'd always bring that up now. So, yeah, but it's true. <laughs> back in the day. Back in the day. But do you remember the there day. used to be there used to be a little candy shop um, on Kennedy Boulevard as well. So I remember we used to go to Souls and then we would walk the other way. And there was always that little candy shop and you would just take all of your change and they would count out the little sweetest fish for you. Oh. It was like a penny each. So you'd have to get them like, I'd like a, I'd like a yeah. hundred, please. A hundred fish. And they'd have to actually count out. <laughs> <laughs> with their hands. So we're talking germs now. Here oh. we are. We're talking germs. Like, yeah, with their hands, just, you know. We we survived. We we ate dirt and we did everything. And now, we, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. We. But I just found it amusing that we, you know, you think about, because when my kids went to school, they weren't allowed to leave anything. They had to eat in the cafeteria. We, we were sitting there, uh, you know, it's different now because we live, we don't live on, on a main, you know, it's, there's a main road and, you know, they're going to school and they're not going to walk. But I mean, I walked to school in the Bronx and I walked to school in New Jersey. I mean, it's just, you, you had uh, the chance. So we had an hour to go, but we had to be back in an hour. But there was plenty of places yeah. to go get a little slice of pizza or, you know, we didn't bring lunch. Right. I mean, it, you know, sometimes you did. I lived across the street. Yeah. I went home for lunch most of yeah. the time. Yeah. Sometimes you know, I so. went home or yeah. sometimes yeah. we went down to the park. Remember, we used to go down to the yeah. park. Yeah. Go down to the park and hang go, out you know, go there. on the swings and, you know, just, you know, listen, yep. we, it was it was really nice. And the kids don't get a chance to experience that. We used to it was nice getting out and getting fresh air and kind of detaching from, from yeah. your day. 
And then it was the. Uh, and we had good. Food. And we had good food, and the food was oh, always good around there. And that's I mean, why when I come back to Jersey, that's what I miss. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't miss the prices of the houses, and I don't miss the prices of of the taxes. No. Of the taxes. No. But the, there is. I always like to say <laughs> no. there's a tax on everything. Yeah. Because if you live in California, you got the beach tax because it is a tax because good weather mm-hmm. and beach, you know, Florida. You know, it's not as bad, but you got other places in this in the United States where, you know, New York and New Jersey, there's a tax for the good food. You don't you don't get that for free. You got to pay you know, to live there. No. It's expensive. But anyway, well, you can like Lens Burning Bush on Facebook at Lens Burning Bush. You can follow along at Lens Burning Bush on Twitter. You can also see us now on YouTube. So make sure if you're listening on YouTube to like, subscribe. What's the ding dong diddle? I don't even know what those things are on on YouTube, but you can do that as well. You can listen on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean. I don't know why all these places have picked up, uh, you know, they they get the show, um, but all of them are on there. You can even ask Alexa to play Lens Burning Bush. And when you do that, make sure you say Lens Burning Bush podcast, because if you just say Lens Burning Bush I don't know what is going to come up on that. So just make sure you do that. But 89 episodes before, this is episode 90. 90 weeks I've been doing this. So Good for you. You can go back and binge them all during this holiday Congratulations, Lynn. Well, thank you so much. And thanks to you guys. You're awesome. Stay awesome. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Um, Thanks to Alessandra Abate, Lori Hoyt. Uh, it is a pleasure to see you guys and thank you for joining and, and we'll have you on again because I think people need to know. And if they have any, you know, questions for Jersey people, you know, we could do like an episode where we, we just take, uh, we could take questions and all that stuff, but thank you uh, ladies. (laughs) I'll be back with another episode of lens burning Bush in 2022. I can't believe it on Saturday, but thank you. And, and, and so long.